You're listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Wanna live in a house surrounded by trees, a space for you and me, and a few of our things. I wanna live my dreams, whatever that means. This is Ronald Pagan of Chirp Radio. Today I'm speaking with Paul and Mary of Bringers, one of my favorite Chicago bands. How are you doing, guys? We're good. How are you doing? Fantastic. Thank you for joining me in this digital chirp realm we have here. Could you two introduce yourselves and and your roles in the band Bringers? My name is Paul. I also go by Becoming Rats. Um, And I guess as far as my role goes, I play keyboards, I do occasional vocals, and I do some sampling. So I'm Mary. I also do vocals, a little bit of sampling, and then mostly keyboards. And you two have played together in previous projects, correct? Yeah, we used to play as sort of a, like acoustic project uh, when we first started working together. That started in, I think, 2012. Mm-hmm. So we've been, we've been doing stuff together for a long time. And I'd say maybe about four years ago, we just kind of, I don't know, I guess we got bored of the acoustic stuff. I don't really know how else yeah. to put it. Well, actually, we started recording an album. And during that process, our band kind of morphed into a new project. And that kind of gave us a new direction to go into. So I think it really was in recording those songs that we kind of realized that we wanted to be doing something a little bit different. Yeah, our our, uh, recording engineer loved that. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't make things complicated at all. You know, I I was actually going to ask you about that because I've heard your other projects and Paul, I've heard your previous bands before you joined up with Mary. And I love the Summer Drone release. It's got like a total mix of, you know, there are little elements of emo and indie in there but it's interspersed with like ambient distortion and loops and like total synth soundscapes. Could you tell me a little bit about your decision to move away from the more standard structure and start using primarily electronics? I mean, I guess, like you said, I mean, I've been playing music for a really long time and I feel like I've been in pretty much any, every genre of like band that like a Chicago like musician could really, like a Chicago DIY musician could really do. So I've, I've been in, in like a twinkle emo band. I've been in a screamo band. I was in a band that kind of had animal collective vibes. I was in a band that kind of had arcade fire vibes. I've been really lucky to like just collaborate with lots of different musicians throughout the years. So when me and Mary started working together, I hope it's not insulting to say this is like your, it was like kind of your first project. It's not insulting. It's a fact. Yes. It was my first project. Mary was kind of new to, to like music. And so it was just that process was just about deconstruction and like sort of walking back everything I had done and sort of being like, all right, so like, how can we start something new, like totally new? And so that's where the acoustic stuff came in. But once Mary started getting more experience, I think we were both able to just say like, well, okay, now what would we both want this to sound like? Like, what is our like actual like collaborative efforts going to be? And I think the idea of just like you said, just trying new things and like moving away from past ideas became like a central focus of ours. And we didn't really know what that meant at the beginning. But yeah, it's it's kind of 
become this thing that it is now. you dig in and tell us a little bit about yours and Mary's influences for bringers? Always a fun question. Yeah, this is brutal. I guess like when it comes to the actual sound, it's really hard to pinpoint. I was really lucky to live near a venue when I was going to college. And so I just saw so many bands play and like just kind of, for lack of a better term, kind of forgettable bands, you know, bands that I was really into, but they would maybe just do one tour or, you know, they, they weren't like these bigger acts that you would see all the time. So I don't know that that question is really hard because like you said, like there's definitely like emo influences in our songwriting. Like I think that was, that was definitely like what I grew up on that kind of songwriting structure. As a um, young, as a young Midwestern does. So as we've kind of moved more into what we're doing now, I mean, I've, kind of we've been able to like see more bands that are like doing what we're doing and it's reassuring i don't know i mean i don't know if you have anything you'd so, like to add for influences i always say our number one influence is nine inch nails just in terms of like style and aesthetic i mean i, I if you're gonna say you can see that in us i really appreciate that comment but i kind of <laughs> tend to think of music influences like not as direct influences so there's not someone that we're necessarily drawing an immediate influence from but when I like think back about the kind of artists that I grew up listening to, Me Without You is like a major influence. And more recently, we've been writing more like kind of spoken word kind of songs and incorporating that into our style. So I actually kind of like to look for older influences that were sort of a part of forming the kind of music that I listen to myself, but they're kind of buried deep inside and like kind of bringing those out in new ways. Yeah, that totally makes sense, especially like going back and digging into the past is always a great way to unearth inspiration, I think. Especially it can get into scary territory sometimes when you're listening to really current artists and you don't want that to bleed into your own work. But I don't think you guys have to worry about that you have a very unique sound <laughs> i think half of what we're doing is like deliberately trying to not like sound like other stuff and that's not like i'm not trying to like come down on anything but that's just fun for me like i said like after being in lots of different bands that kind of had very specific place in music genres i don't know yeah the fun in this project is sort of like trying to actively work against that and i think Going back to your um, initial question about the previous project and how it became the current project, I think that part of that was like the previous project was learning how to work together and the new project is more authentic to like kind of who we are. And I so I think that's why it is a pretty distinct sound because it's just kind of a mix of all these different things that Paul and I kind of have in common, but then also like different influences that we have. And so I think we're still kind of figuring out exactly what the bringer's sound is. Sure, that, to that totally makes sense. I mean, we mentioned earlier that you both have 
hopped around genres and everything. Like, do you think there are any elements that you're looking forward to bringing in to the sound or that you're actively working on? I've been, uh, I've been trying to pay attention to like soundtracks of like weird, scary stuff we've been watching, I guess. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm, I'm definitely, so we're, we're sort of working on an album and I've got like a couple spaces for songs that I sort of want to fill, if that makes sense. Like, I know I have a couple more things that I want to put together, but we sort of have, like, all of the actual songs, like, in a more traditional sense, finished. So I'm trying to just figure out what's some weird, what are some more weird soundscape kind of stuff that I can put together that wouldn't be too self-indulgent, that, like, actually feels like it has a place on, like, an album. So... No, absolutely. Um, yeah, I guess weirdo soundtrack stuff. I mean... The- that could be your genre right there. One time after a show, a friend did say that we sounded like we could be like a soundtrack band, but that was when we were doing the acoustic band. So I don't know. That's just been following us, I think. I think, hey, I think that's a compliment. I like soundtracks, so. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, yeah, I took it as a compliment. <laughs> like I said, I had been focusing more on writing kind of spoken word songs, and we had like quite a few of those that we that we had worked on. Since quarantine kind of started, I've been actually trying to go back to more traditional songwriting and kind of working on my vocal style a little bit. So I tend to sing in a pretty, you know, like high and soft voice, but I'm trying to become more comfortable adding a little bit more grit to how I'm singing. And part of that is influenced by doing spoken word. I think I learned a lot more about my voice and kind of how to use it. So that's kind of my quarantine project is to just kind of see what else I can do with my vocal parts. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today and answer some questions. I definitely look forward to hearing your live release and and the album that you're working on. Yeah. Thanks again. Thanks for having us. Oh, and you can check us out at We Are Bringers. We're on Facebook, Instagram. If you hit us up on Spotify, there is unfortunately a metal band from California that's also called Bringers, but they're the only other Bringers and we're not a metal band. So if you try and listen to us and you hear metal, it's not us. It's the other one. Yeah. If you hear noise, then you know you're in the right place. Yeah. Perfect. Weird noise is found pretty frequently on my show. So you guys will definitely be played there. Well, and thank you so much for having us. Chirp has been very supportive and we really appreciate it and love all the work that y'all do. This has been an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.